Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountain Dew Podcast. We are here to promote everything Mountain Dew, from Mountain Dew flavors to Mountain Dew beverages to Mountain Dew paraphernalia. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Michael Innes, and we also have with us here Adam. Don't tell me what I can't do, Gumbert. Adam, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty well today. It's a beautiful day outside, and uh, I'm actually shocked I can do this voice being so sick. I feel like it might actually be helping you. Maybe so. <laughs> Back to Gene with the weather. Thanks. Thanks. I'm Gene. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone got Chad's Dew joke. How are you doing, Mountain Dew? Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Respawning Fire, everyone. We are, of course, the Kick-Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast. Still fans of Mountain Dew, however. Uh, as we can tell by one thing you probably already know, my Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark Raspberry Lemonade Flavored Mountain Dew product bottled by PepsiCo in my hands, which I am going to be drinking from a Harry Potter, Wizarding World of Harry Potter... Um, silicone cauldron in which I ate a cauldron cake, and I'm going to now use it as a cup for the rest of this oh. podcast for my Mountain Dew Spark Zero Sugar Raspberry Lemonade Flavor Mountain Dew product bottled by PepsiCo. But what you've all been wondering ever since we started last week introducing you to some hard, some Mountain Dew hard, it's is hard what household. flavor of Mountain Dew hard... It's a hard household, gross. And what flavor of Mountain Dew Hard will Adam try today? Adam, take us through it. All right. So I put out a poll on Twitter. I said, which which hard Mountain Dew am I going to drink live on Respawning Fire? Um, I put out a poll because there's only two flavors left. And the overwhelming majority, 67.5% of people, which means one person voted the other way because uh, it was 100% a little bit ago. But... Baja Blast Hard, in all caps. Mm. It's got the win. So I'm here with my Baja Blast Hard. I'm going to the cough drop out of my mouth because that'll dilute the taste. <laughs> and I'm going to see what Baja Blast Hard tastes like. Well, for everyone listening at home, he's sipping from a can that is mostly black with some highlights of some seafoam colored. This one's got a shark rim. on it. Oh, it's got a shark? Yeah. It's like Jaws? Shark on the front. Yeah. Here's the great thing about this, right? I'm pretty sure it tastes exactly like Baja Blast, okay. but it has that little alcohol aftertaste. But I can't taste anything. There you so, go. this was pointless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Being sick means you can't taste stuff super good. So here we are. Well, now you can but get crunk like without all the Blast. negative effects of the taste of alcohol. Oh, yeah. It's good. You remember the word crunk? Yeah. Speaking of remembering things, we've got uh, quite a few things that you might recall from your past showing up on today's show, like Dead Space, that game that came out a trillion years ago. What? Metaverses, the game that was rumored and announced several months ago, has some new news. What? Oh. And we might even be talking pizza. Who knows? I wrote Papa John's on the note. Didn't feel like saying it right now, except I did. Oh. So that's uh, all coming up later in the show, which you uh, are probably listening to. On demand on Tuesday mornings because we're recording outside of schedule on Twitch today. Uh, uh, but right now we are going to talk about our main quest, which is a partial look at new PS Plus. This comes from Darren Bonthuis at GameSpot. To set the stage, Adam. What is that? Well, Spartacus. That was the that was the name. So Spartacus was rumored for a while. It was announced. Yeah. Three tiered service coming to uh, everywhere. Starting this month. 
Uh, we have a new look at some of the things coming to the extra and premium tiers of this service. It's confirmed. A partial Sony, look. A partial look. You're Just right. So That's not it's everything. A it's a chub. This is what they told us. We can see yes. Sony's chub right now. It's half half hard. Yes. Sony has confirmed a list of games that will be available as part of its overhauled PS Plus subscription service, which includes a selection of PS4 and PS5 titles for the PS Plus Extra and Premium tiers. Several games from the PlayStation Studios, like Marvel Spider-Man, Returnal, and Demon's Souls, will be made available in the new game catalog alongside third-party titles, such as Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Control Ultimate Edition, and Mortal Kombat 11. This Mortal Kombat goes to 11. Here's another thing. Classic games from the original PlayStation and PlayStation Portable will be made available through a similar, uh, sorry, a smaller library, which also includes a mix of first and third party games, including Ape Escape, Siphon Filter, and Wild Arms 3, alongside Tekken 2 and several more. Here's the exciting thing we've all been wondering. Yes, everyone, when this service launches and you are a person who either chooses to subscribe or not to subscribe to these premium tiers or not to PlayStation Plus at all. But in the past, you bought a PlayStation 1 Classic game that might be on the service or a PSP game that might be on the service digitally. You now get that game for free and can play it emulated on your PS4 or PS5 for the first time. So yes, hallelujah, you do not have to subscribe to play these PS1 games if you've purchased them in the past. That is wonderful news for me, who has a large uh, old PlayStation library. The same cannot be said of PS3 games, I assume, because they are streamed rather than downloaded individually. So hopefully as PlayStation does work and, and wor learns how to emulate that console on PS5, that might be a thing in the future. But for now... We're going to click on link to discuss games. <laughs> a video may play, so just be aware. It's okay. Remember, we fixed it. We fixed the issue. We got it together. And in fact, I forgot I already loaded this play this page and asked the video to play. So now I have an ad from Slumberyard and some generic looking white dude telling me about mattresses on my screen. Which will not be for uh, for Lightyear. Oh God, what a good trailer that is. Oh my god. It's a good trade-off. So real quick before we get to the list, because this is just the list is decently large. I don't want to be like, here's everything on it, blah, 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 blah. That's not fun. Right. Uh, so we'll just talk about like, oh, that looks cool. That'll be cool, whatever. Like you said, it's cool that you get to have your PS1 classics and your PSP games. Um, it's strange that what they've shown us so far, because, again, this is a partial list, but there is one PSP game in this entire list, uh, which people have pointed out to me on Twitter. And I was like, oh, interesting. Um but we can go through them. I think there's some pretty cool stuff on here. Especially, so from what I was listening to different podcasts and looking at people on Twitter, it's like basically this is the stuff that was on PS Now. A lot of the like PS2 stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of uh, Ubisoft Plus is getting added to Xbox and PlayStation as a service. And there's a lot of Ubisoft Plus games in PS Plus uh, to kind of get it kickstarted. It's a lot of the older stuff, but it's all there. So... Uh, is there anything that you're that are interesting on here? I, I think it's a pretty solid list. So there are a lot of like, quote unquote, older PlayStation Studios titles from first party. You know, like, like we mentioned, Spider Man, or you know, the early Uncharted games and Last of Us games, that kind of stuff that you would expect. One of the things I totally forgot is now a PlayStation first party game is uh, Dead Nation. 
which I don't know if you remember that game. And it's a Housemark game, which I, I completely yeah. didn't realize at the time. Um, but it, it, I'm excited for that to be on there as well because that was a dope game. It's a top-down like twin-stick shooter, a zombie shooter that I never got to play with anyone because I never had friends when it came out. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I think one that's interesting is how they have – I'm not really – well, there's two things. So I like how they <clears throat> put the director's cuts of Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding, so if that the PS5-like nice version. Um, but then you go to Uncharted, and they have all the Uncharted games. They even added Lost Legacy, which was not part of the PS Plus collection. But then you scroll down to Game Trials, and it's the Legacy of Thieves collection. So if you want the PS5 Uncharted games, you got a trial. But if you want to play the PS4 versions, they're included. And that's a little funny. Yeah, so you got you got two hours, basically, to try out the PS5 version of these things. And I think that's... Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is included in the trials as well. Cyberpunk, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, uh, WWE 2K22, and most importantly, Farming Simulator 2022. Um, Solid. But that's, I feel like, to be expected. PlayStation this week has confirmed again that it's like, hey, it's not a business strategy that we are in support of or we think will support our video games if we release these things too quickly on this service. So uh, I think anything new enough, you'll definitely need to buy or just play a game, a limited time trial for it. So don't expect you know those things coming too quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also a thing where, like, I'm sure stuff will get rotated in. Because I remember when <clears throat> Microsoft finished the acquisition of um, Bethesda, they were like, here's 20 Bethesda games. But it wasn't all of them. It was right. like, Dishonored 1's not on here. And um, Wolfenstein 2 is not on here. One is, but not two. And then they eventually added them at a later date. Be like, oh, look, come back. There's cool stuff. I'm noticing there's only NAC 1 on here, not NAC 2. Oh, that's Shit. Maybe that'll be in like, hey, it's October. Knack 2 is coming to PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Everyone flips their shit. <laughs> I've actually never played Knack or Knack 2. Uh, but I think get stuff like Valhalla is like a big get. Red Dead Redemption 2, that's a big game. There's a lot of pretty good heavy hitters on here. I think, like I said, if you're a PlayStation exclusive or like main person, that medium tier seems great to me. That's what I would stick with. Yeah, even the... There are quite a few games on here again that I just completely forgot are first party that I'm that are 100% Game Pass games like games that I was curious about that I would not buy but I was like I wonder how that is like Matterfall from Housemark Medieval the the remaster that was released recently they're like oh that could be fun but I'm not gonna pay 30 bucks for it or whatever it was um, I'm I'm super pumped about those Until Dawn dope oh it's so good yeah yeah um, Pat upon two remastered. I did not, although Patapon 1 Remastered, I had, like, input lag problems out the wazoo with that game, so maybe I won't play Patapon 2 Remastered, who knows, even though I love that game. Uh, now I am going down here to the PS3 stuff, which is all streaming only, mm -hmm. you know, we'll see how that goes, hopefully that it's good, because I remember initially reading, they're like, Demon Souls, I'm like, oh shit, they're putting the PS4, no, it's the PS3 Demon Souls restreaming, I'm like, ah, you tried to trick yeah. me, um, but looking on here... The third-party partners that are streaming for PS3 games, like Azura's Wrath, which is a really, really cool action game. Um, of course, Devil May Cry HD Collection. Uh, there's a lot of cool, like, older games, but I don't know how a super fast-paced action PS3 game is going to work over streaming. I do want to see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, but Tokyo Jungle, I never got to play that, and people really like that. Tokyo so Jungle. I completely forgot about that game i think i have it and i played it on vita or i just watched a lot of people playing it it's, you're just like 
It's like 2D. It's post-apocalyptic Tokyo, and there's just like a bunch of wild animals and shit like that. You got to attack, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I really, I think I might try to do like a month just to play Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut just to play that DLC. But I think it's good overall. I think it's a pretty good offering. I want to see what else they add to it, of course. You want to pay attention to all your streaming services. But like I said, I think if you're a PlayStation person, that middle tier seems pretty solid. Yeah. Again, having to pay $120 uh, a year to stream PS3 games, I'm still pretty iffy about. We'll have to see how it works right. in the wild. And again, we're still kind of we're still up in the air about whether or not you can do if you have an existing subscription for a year or a year and a half, two years already banked. Can you even do only one month of the extra or only one month of the premium? So you might have yeah. to pay a, a big chunk of change in order to do that. You might. Last thing I did, I googled this earlier today because I was wonder, wondering, but the PS Plus collection on PS Five is going to remain unchanged. So if you're like, oh man, I like a lot of you know again because that. PS Plus collection has a lot of good stuff. You're like, I don't want to go to the medium tier. I want to stay at the bottom tier. Yeah. PS Plus collection is still good for PS5 people. So you got to keep your God of Wars and your Uncharted and all that stuff. So you can still play it and not even have to upgrade to the, the middle tier. So not too bad. I'm curious what all of our listeners are excited to play. And remember, you can play it pretty soon, actually. If you're in Japan, you can actually start playing it uh, in next week, I believe it is. Like May 24th or something like that. And then coming to Europe and the u.s in early and mid june so just a few weeks left before the service launches very exciting let's move on to talk about playtime adam yours is a big old mystery here it's a big old empty blank space what have you been playing Clue me i in. played i played flu plus allergies equals i'm in fucking misery Ooh. and all points. i actually did play a video game but i will tell everybody i was sick right yeah so Last weekend, my son came to me and he's like, my mom and my brother are sick. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, we just have a flu thing. He'll be fine. He got out of the house. Fucking two days after they had it, he got it, of course, because that's how fucking sicknesses work. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll be fine. I was like, really, I never get sick. I get sick maybe once every seven years. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I was like, I'll be cool. And then like Wednesday or Thursday of this week came out. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh, shit, here we go again. Um, and I kid you not on Thursday or maybe Friday, I came home. I felt like shit. I immediately bundled myself in like three blankets and just sweat and slept for 12 hours. Woof. I think I got home at like eight o'clock and did not wake up until eight the next morning to go to work. And I just was like immediate, just like blank. I was, I, I swear to God, it felt like it was 120 degrees inside my blanket. Of course I was sick, so I'm delusional, but I was like, <laughs> I'm burning up. And then I've been slowly getting over it. But again, the only thing is the allergies. Having allergies on top of... Because the flu stuff is like, after a couple of days it was gone, it's fine. But this fucking allergies won't go away. But regardless of me being sick or not, I did play a video game. I was not expecting to play. I played a little more Assassin's Creed, a little more WWE 2K, whatever. Just the, the regular having fun stuff. I saw people on Twitter were like, we're reviewing this video game. I was like, all right. I mean, I've seen this video game. It was on Game Pass. Okay. Um, I didn't see much hype around it though. And then I saw, again, those people on Twitter talking about it. There was a story on IGN or GameSpot when I was doing the research and was like, Hey, you guys need to check this game out. It's fucking dope. It's called Citizen Sleeper and it is on Game Pass. It is, <clears throat> God, it's a weird way to describe it. It, it's not a visual novel. 
but it has it reminds me of visual novel it reminds me of board games and it's all sp- set on a space station and there's all like cyberpunk fucking aesthetic it's a fucking i don't know how to explain this video game but i had a great time so basically you're a you're like a what do they call it? they call you a sleeper so it's like basically if you're on earth you can be like hey clone my consciousness into an algorithm and then put it in an artificial body and then you sell it to a company and you're like that's how you make some money or whatever right so your body wakes up and like oh my god i'm here what's going on they're like technically you're not a real person but you're like i fucking feel like it's like you're not and that's basically how these evil corporations get slave labor or whatever or they like hey we gave you this body to do stuff but if you try to run away (laughs) it's kind of like Jurassic park we built your body to die if we're not here helping you because you know in Jurassic park they have the lysine deficiency blah 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 so you basically crash on the space station you you try to escape and then you're just on the space station and you're like trying to like go through the story and figure out what's going on. You're being hunted. You can like hack into the systems. Like you change the map completely and you're like in the fucking subsystems and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main play of the game is there's a bunch of spots on the board and there are people and objects there. And you have every morning you wake up based on how much health you have. Because when your health ticks down every morning and however much health you have is how many dice you get. So you have, you start with like five dice is the max, and then it goes down if your health is low, and you have to take medicine to get your health back up. So every day you're like, okay, I have these dice. These ones are shit. These ones are good. What can I get done on the station today? And you use your dice to do actions on the station and progress stories, and then you go to sleep and then wake up the next day with more. But stuff progresses, so you have to make choices. You're like, hey, help out your buddy. Um but in 10 days, he's going to ask for his money back because, like, he helped you out. But if you help him clear out this scrap first, then he'll be good to go and you progress his story. But if you wait too long, he's like, I'm trying to help you, but, like, I need, like, 30 credits to, to keep going. Like, there's nothing I can do. So there's choices, things that can go bad. And it's all you just get these random dice rolls and you're like, all right, throw it in there and hope to God things go well. And it's, I, again, it's like a it's like a solo board game. And it's fucking really good. What's the I, name I, of I don't it understand. again? Citizen Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper. It's like a big pink picture is what you're going to see when you pull it up. And again, it looks like anime visual novel, but you're playing a solo board game on a space station. Uh, It's way better than I had any right to be. Because I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I don't know if it'll be a Chad game, but I was like fucking shocked how much I liked that video game. I played it for like four hours straight. I was like, I'll just go to sleep for one more cycle. And then do a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, man, I got a one and I got a six. I need that one to hack, but I need the six to progress the other thing I'm doing. I'll go to bed and I'll just do one more cycle and see if I get better. <laughs> oh, it's it's that kind of a game. It's fucking great. I love it. Says, uh, according to how long to beat it, it's six to seven hours for a run through of, Sing- of Citizen Sleeper. That's what I like to go. hear. A dude hunted me down and he's like, hey, I'm also a, I'm also a sleeper. And I'm like, you're just fucking Decker, or what's his name? What's uh, Harrison Ford from Blade Runners? Deckard, isn't name? it? Yeah. I'm like, you're just Deckard. You're also a fucking machine hunting machines, you fucking <laughs> asshole. That's fucking great. It's it's very good. Very good. That's intriguing. And I assume, I mean, you might have said this. Is it Game Pass? Yep, it's on Game Pass, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's you what love I like that. to hear. Dope. That was it, though. I hope you feel better, man. I hope you're able to, to get some good game time in over the next week. We'll see. I, uh, this week, I spent a lot of time. <laughs> W-S-A-S-M-A. W-S right. colon A-S hyphen M-A. This week, I yeah. spent uh, quite a few days 
at in in LA with some good friends, Matt from RI, D Smitty Games, and my best friend Kanan Cox, country music star. Go check him out on Spotify. Um, which is where I got this dope cauldron and I used my little Harry Potter wand and did some spells and shit like that. But we also on the way home yesterday, uh, the boys flew into LA and I picked them up in my car. I took my first road trip in my Tesla, drove all the way down to LA, figured out what it's like to like have to plan out your route and stop at superchargers. On the way home, we decided we're going to go up the coast. There's this beautiful highway, Highway 1, that goes up the coast of California. And on the way, we decided, hey, there's Santa Barbara. Actually, on the way down, we were like, hey, there's Santa, here's San Bernardino. Hey, there's Santa, whatever. There's so many Sands and Santas. Sands and Santas, And Dallas is like, is that the one from Last of Us Part Two? I was like, no, I can't remember what it is. And is that the one? No, I can't remember. Is that the one? It turns out it's Santa Barbara. We're like, oh, yeah, that's the one. That's right. So on the way home, we were like, hey, we're about to pass through Santa Barbara. You want to just like look up some locations from the game and see if we can go visit them? And we did. So uh, if you go to my Twitter, I just posted a couple of tweets just from some photos from the trip. And we stopped at Santa Barbara. There's the Amtrak station there, which is basically almost identical to the one you play. Tiny light spoilers. Ellie goes to Santa Barbara. Um, so in Santa Barbara, uh, you get to play through that. And it, it's uh, pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely killed a guy there. Oh, yeah, I definitely murdered someone inside this. Thing. <laughs> and even the interior of the Amtrak station looks uh, very, very, very similar to what's in the game too, which is dope. And then we were looking for, we found the beach that Ellie washes up on in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And so that one's a thousand steps beach, but the beach itself is one thing. And then they took the, like the stairs where you climb out of the beach into the little neighborhood. That was a different I said beach. A little hill right there. Yeah. Yes. We, we did that These one. Cliffs look familiar. Yes, that's exactly what you should be noticing is the cliffs. The stairs themselves mm-hmm. were not oh, – actually, the stairs themselves were closed. We couldn't even go down to it uh, due to something. But and then so the last, thing we were like, last of us boys. We know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, there was uh, the – you know, the com- there's the compound at the end. I'm not going to spoil anything, but just compound at the end. There's a dome building. It's very famous, very iconic from the end of that game. Turns out most of the complex is modeled after this Hilton Hotel. That's in Santa Barbara. But the iconic building itself is actually something from Santa Clara, which is up here where I live uh, in the Bay Area, several, several, several hours away. So we didn't actually get a photo there. But that was cool. little piece of Last of Us 2. Got to recreate some some fun things there. And while I didn't play any traditional video games, aside from like a couple of days of Destiny before we left, I did get to play – we went to Avengers Campus – in Disneyland, mm-hmm. California Adventure. And in Avengers Campus, they have a new Spider-Man ride called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man Adventure. Oh, which is for, uh, that's why I'm wearing my Avengers jacket right now that has got, it's got thumb holes. Super like freaking hero. cool. Like a real hero. Uh, so yeah, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man Adventure. And if you've ever been to, uh, there are so many theme parks that have like, shooting gallery type games not like not like the state fair one where like i'm gonna pick up an airsoft yeah. gun and i'm gonna shoot down there's like ducks. a buzz lightyear one right where yeah there's like a buzz lightyear one there's stuff. a yeah. toy story midway mania one there's there there are quite a few different ones where you're you're in a moving car and you're going through things and you're shooting stuff web slingers is basically that you're going through the ride and the whole conceit of the ride is that spider-man has these little spider bots that are really helpful and they 
help create things for tech and all that kind of shit, but they got stuck in replication mode. So now you, there's thousands and thousands, and they're going to take over the entire thing if you're not careful. So we have to go shoot a bunch of these spider robots. And so mm -hmm. it's four people per car, and you just go from basically screen to screen. It brings you throughout this complex from screen to screen. You have like 20 seconds to kill as many spiders as you can on the screen. And the way that it works is super cool because there are no guns. There's nothing physical that you're holding. It's just using cameras to track your movements. Your wrists. So, stuff, yeah. yeah, as you're getting on as you're getting on the ride, it's kind of introducing you to how it works. All you have to do is just move your arms like you're thwipping webs and it's you can see a little like stick figure of yourself as it's tracking your arms in, in real time. Yeah. And so you just like thwip in whatever direction direction you want and it shoots out a little web on the screens. And of course you have like overlay like glasses that allow you, allow you to see the overlays and the heads up display mm -hmm. um it was super freaking cool and if there's like oh, you shoot the gold ones and they're worth more or you shoot these little traps and that will explode or you shoot a barrel and it webs the barrel across the map and explodes and shoots some things super cool but here's the real kicker i highly recommend this ride here's the real cool thing disney has figured out how to make even more money off of a ride you pay a ton of money to get into the park yeah. This ride is also one of the like three rides that you cannot get even if you pay for a Genie Plus Fast Pass service. You have to pay extra to get into this Fast Pass lane. So they've gotcha. done that to get the most money out of you. And then listen to what they do. In the park, they sell these like web tech gauntlets. Uh -huh. And you just you basically just wear this thing on your wrist. And there's a ton of different attachments for it. Like the the gauntlet itself is like thirty bucks, and then you can buy the attachments that range in price from like twenty to forty or whatever. And there's one attachment that's like an Iron Man repulsor, and you can like just hold your hand out, and there's like a little ping pong ball, and it just like lifts it up and that kind of stuff. It's like oh that's cool. Okay. There's one that like shoots a little string out of out of it, and then retracts the string, so it's like a little web. There's one of them that is a Doctor Strange thing. And it has an attachment oh, okay. that goes over your hand and spins with an LED strip and creates the, like, Doctor Strange magic shields that they yeah. use on your freaking <laughs> arms. That's cool. That's dope. And then these things integrate with the Spider-Man ride. So if you buy these extra $30, $40, $50 accessories and then go ride the ride and you're thwipping with these extra things, one of them might uh, do chain lightning and like electrocute a bunch of bots. If you have the oh. Doctor Strange one on your hands and you thwip, then it creates portals and things get sucked into the portals. And it's just mm. like such a cool like integration and synergy of like, let me get the the most money out of you that I can with these cool toys. And also, hey, I know you stood in line or paid a bunch of money to get into this line quickly. Ride it again. Pay more money yeah. to get in the line to get through this thing quickly again after you've already paid money for this. So they are squeezing every bit of money out of you, but it's super freaking cool the way that they do it. It feels like it's worth it. I still want a yeah. goddamn lightsaber. I don't give a shit that it's $300. Oh, so I'm yeah. down. Um, they are now selling Cal Kestis's. Cestis, Cal, Cal. They're Cal selling Cal's lightsaber and mm. uh it took all day but we finally convinced matt to buy it so matt bought it eh? we all got to hold it and nice. play with it it was wonderful so yeah that was that was basically the only thing that i i played this week it was a great time real life yeah irl very cool very cool let's jump in and talk about our quest log we've got quite a few stories here to talk about this week and this is uh, starting news with some Xbox games. Two big Xbox games are delayed, says Joe Scrabbles at IGN. 
Bethesda has announced that Starfield and Redfall have been delayed to, quote, the first half of 2023. Mr. Potter 2024. Mr. Potter. Um, the, the Bethesda announced on Twitter no specific reasons were given for the delays other than to say that the teams, quote, want to ensure that they, you receive the best, most polished versions of them. The statement also promises that the first gameplay deep dives for both of these will be released soon, which we all imagine will probably be at the Summer Showcase in just a few weeks from Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, Starfield's Bethesda Game Studios did follow up and say, quote, we can't wait for you to play Starfield, but we need some more time. We're so thankful for all the support and encouragement and are excited to show you the game soon. Adam, hmm. I know a lot of people were surprised by this. I'm going to say I was not surprised because I'm so good at reading the future. We haven't heard shit from Starfield. Like we've seen a couple of like concept type type things, but we have not seen that game at all since its announcement. And I know people are like, yeah, but Bethesda released Fallout 4, and then four months later, it was out. And I was like, yeah, that was one time they did that. And now everyone thinks that, like, that's their MO. I was like, I don't think well, so. Well, they did it with Skyrim, too. Yeah, but Skyrim was so long ago that, like, the traditional release cycle and that's announcement the last two cycle. Games they made. Was like, <laughs> yeah, Skyrim was a thousand <laughs> years ago. So, yeah, I, I was not surprised considering how little we've seen from Starfield. And, uh, again, Redfall. We've basically just seen that trailer, the opening trailer yeah. from last year. So it makes sense that both of these are delayed. Uh, what are your thoughts on these two getting pushed? Uh, I assumed that Starfield would come. Redfall was one where I was like, I remember I made that bet last week, two weeks. Time doesn't matter. Um, where I was like, Redfall will be released this year, but I'm like, that one, if anything gets delayed, that's probably the one. Because we, like you said, we've only seen a trailer um, from that one. So Starfield does surprise me, but it's also that point where like, literally, I was looking on a, at an article earlier. It's like 30 games have been delayed this year. I'm like, fuck, it happens to everything. It is what it is. Yeah. If the game comes out and it's good, I'm not going to complain. I'm not paying for it anyways. I'm getting it for free. Right. I just want to play a good game. So it is what it is. But <clears throat> this brought up a bigger point, and it sucks. I, would, I wish I could play it on 11.11. It is what it is. This brought up a bigger point. We were talking to John in the Pixel Street Discord when uh, this announcement happened. And it's like, yo, there is... There, I while we were talking about it, it's like there's literally zero big games left this year, like AAA, like fucking oh my god, right? I'm gonna do a backflip. Um, and first party, there, I think God of War is getting delayed. That's the only one that one's spoken on. They haven't spoken on it, which tells me I think that one's getting delayed. Um, which leaves three Nintendo games, which were Xenoblade, who, who cares? Um, <laughs> Splatoon 3, I'll Splatoon in my pants because I don't care. And then there was one more Nintendo game, I can't remember what it was. But it's like, yo, basically at this point, there are very few big games that we know of. Again, right. you could get something announced at an E3 or a Summer Game Fest or whatever. But at this point, besides God of War, which I hope comes out this year, but I have big doubts because none of the other big guys could make it. Um, the year is basically over as far as AAA releases. Uh, so like Elden Ring, again, I don't want to say it's my game of the year, but fuck, it's probably the best game that came out this year. And I don't yeah. think anything else is going to beat it. Um, it is a good I mean, we'll year. Again. Good year for backlogs. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, like I said, there's still, you know, Gotham Knights, I don't expect to be game of the year, but I expect it to be good. There could be other stuff. Um, but the year looks mighty empty now uh, when we talk about big AAA tentpole releases. So that sucks. Yeah. Speaking of, since you just mentioned it, I'll add in here further down on our list Gotham Knights breaks the legs of old gents, as Joe Scribbles at IGN. Gotham Knights, the you know four-character Batman universe game where Batman's dead, 
is no longer coming to PS4 or Xbox One. In an announcement about a new gameplay trailer today published by Warner Bros. Interactive, they included a very short note about how the last-gen versions are no longer being released. No specific reasoning was given, other than to say it would, quote, provide players with the best possible gameplay experience. There was also a new gameplay demo featuring Red Hood and Nightwing that came out along with it. And I'll add here anecdotally, too, that there was a PlayStation Store listing for the game that hinted that it might also contain four-player co-op, even though we've only been told so far that it is, is going to have two. And perhaps that's a limitation of the PS4 version that the PS5 version will allow for now. Who knows? We'll see. That one is still coming, apparently, in October. So it got pushed to October this year. So We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> again, I we'll also see. would not yeah. be shocked if this one got pushed, too. <laughs> again, I don't... You don't want there to be pushes because you want to play the video games, of course. But, like, we're just in that world where... I remember it was like everything came out in 2020 because things were already done. Right. And then anything that had needed development from 2020 to now was fucked. Yeah. And just like, hey, <laughs> we're trying our best, dude. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, it happens. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, again, a perfect year for backlog and indies. Like, again, Citizen Sleeper. Didn't know anything about it. Would have never played it. But since there's nothing else, I'm like, oh, this game's fucking great. So yeah. enjoy some indie stuff, I suppose. Oh, Saints Row. Watch Saints Row be the biggest game of the year. Oh, that's right. Saints Row, August, right? August, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. While you're waiting for all this stuff uh, to come out next year, you can fill your time by playing with your bean for free. <laughs> this comes from Eddie McCooch at GameSpot. Fall Guys, where you play as little bean guys going through a game show, is finally heading to Xbox and Nintendo Switch. And with that launch on those systems, it's taking a free-to-play business model everywhere. Uh, so following a delay, developer Mediatonic has announced that the whimsical Battle Royale game will arrive on these new platforms June 21st, so a little over a month from now, which is also when the game goes free-to-play. There will be full cross-play and cross-progression supported across Xbox, Switch, and the PS4 and PS5 versions, which will go free-to-play at the same time, Hell thanks yeah. to Epic's online services functionality. I totally forgot Epic bought Mediatonic, didn't they? Uh-huh. I totally forgot that. About a year ago. There will also be a new season of Fall Guys launching on June 21st that promises to be the, quote, most jam-packed and blunderful season yet, says Mediatonic. What's more, to probably closer align with the Fortnite model, free-to-play, there are now Showbucks that will launch with the new season as an in-game currency. And anyone who previously had Fall Guys, either purchased or gotten through PS Plus, will receive a free legacy pack that includes spangly cosmetic items and everything in the game's first season pass for free. Hmm. What a great time that game dropped at. You know, early in the pandemic, it's a big thing. People get together in groups of 60 and play this thing. I have not thought about this game, though, in over a year. Maybe this will maybe this so, will revive it for people and, and give it some fresh life. Yeah, because um, I believe it was last. It was supposed to come out last summer. And they're like, "Hey, we got to delay it. We don't know when." And I was like, "Oh well, all everything's gonna happen at the same time." Instead of being like, "Oh, we're releasing it on Xbox," and like they're just gonna do everything and go free to play. Because the minute they got bought by Epic, I'm like, "Yeah, this is gonna follow the same model as Rocket League and Fortnite, mm -hmm. which work." But I'm also fine with it. Like, uh, I'm with you. I haven't played it in a very long time, but I'll get back in free to play. My son enjoyed playing it, but we only had one PlayStation, so I was like, well, we can't both play it. But now, it's cross-play. We can do whatever. I'll jump back in and play with him. Um, I'll get all that free stuff because I actually own the game on PlayStation. Um, and I think it's good. I, especially if they go the Rocket League Fortnite 
because if they start putting in good skins, you know me. Yeah. I love a good skin. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll get back in there and I'll definitely check it out in June. I'll, I'll have a good time. What I, you know, just you brought up Rocket League and Fortnite and now Fall Guys. Like, what a brilliant little thing that Epic is secretly doing where they're just like, we're going to release a really high quality, addictive, cool, fun, free to play game in every genre. If there's, yeah. and no matter what you're interested in, there's probably going to be a free to play game from us where you can give us a bunch of show bucks or shroot bucks or dookie bucks, -bucks. Or whatever that is, V bucks. <laughs> I said shroot bucks. That's that's uh, the office. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, they're slowly just building on an arsenal of just like different genres of games where you can play an epic game for free and pay them a lot of money for skins, which is it a, just works so well. Yeah, because it does. I don't. I don't, as someone who's played all of it, and my son, again, loves, I mean, all kids love fucking free-to-play games. Roblox is literally the biggest thing on the planet because it's free yep. and you dig around with your friends. My son plays Roblox, or he does play Roblox, but he plays Fortnite and he plays Rocket League and he'll play this again. And it's, for me, it's microtransactions done right because none of it matters. It's just cosmetics. Mm -hmm. People can't complain. It's like, oh, i got to pay this much money to buy the game and da-da-da-da and then I bought the weapon. But, well, no, you, it's just... The game is free. Do you want to look cool? You can pay money or not. You can still play the game. It doesn't matter. So you're like, I'm already here. It's already free. Why not buy Godzilla? You know, like yep. it works so well and it doesn't hurt anybody. So I'm like, good. Epic, they figured it out. Epic has figured it out. Yep. And it's cool. I love that they are, you know, pioneering that open cross-platform, cross-progression again across everything. So it doesn't matter what you're playing on. You can still kind of carry everything over, which is awesome. All right, we hinted at it before, and we are now here. Dead Space release date that won't get pushed. <laughs> this comes from Cat Bailey at IGN. The brand new Dead Space remake has officially been given a release date, with EA announcing during a stream that the updated version of the beloved survival horror game will be out January 27th, 2023, Mr. Potter. In addition to that release date, EA also released a trove of new concept art for fans to pick through that looks appropriately spooky. A full reveal of Dead Space will also be arriving around Halloween time, upon which EA Motive will properly take the wraps off its long-awaited sequel. When it releases next year, it will be only on next-gen, baby, PS5, Series X and S, Xboxes, and PC. Can't wait. I love the concept art that they released, too. I was already looking at it and be like, I want to make that a wallpaper on my devices. Stat. And even they, they had a couple of weapons in there, too. They're like, hey, here's what the updated flamethrower looks like. Here's what the updated... Yeah, I saw the new... Is it Ripper or whatever? Yeah, the Ripper. The chainsaw, the chainsaw one? That looked really the, cool. the buzzsaw blades. Buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. But Halloween, oh, such a such a long way to wait for a full reveal of it, even though I've already played the entire game before. <laughs> I'm just But so you excited. haven't played this game. Exactly. You know? So look forward to that January 27th. Mark your calendars. Hey, Chad? Yeah. Before you get to this next story, I need you to hype the fuck up. I need you to go ultra instinct on this oh. one. Okay. Okay, I'm here. In the multiverses of madness from Jason Finelli at GameSpot, everyone, listen right now to my voice. Put it in your ears. Are you in your car? Stop your car. Turn up the volume, open your windows, hold a loudspeaker out to the world. A brand new trailer for Multiverses, the upcoming free-to-play platform fighter starring Warner Bros. biggest franchises, has dropped 
confirming not only when the open beta begins, but also new faces like a Tasmanian devil. Blah, 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 blah. There's a new trailer. Real quick. Yeah. Was it, I know it wasn't just me, but there was a thing in the late 90s, early 2000s where people loved Taz. There was Taz fucking bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, in keychains, I'm like, Taz is just a side character. You know why what, does he have so much love? Taz was my favorite character as a kid. And do you know why? why? Because I was fucking erratic as hell. I was a, mm-hmm. I was a tornado. I would just like run and scream and throw shit, break shit. That was me. And I fucking you know, loved connected Taz. on that level, huh? Yep. Yep. He was okay. he was uh he was my favorite. So I'm totes excited to see and play him. Speaking of seeing and playing all these people fighting the fuck out of each other. New cinematic trailer. Um it shows a bunch of people like who are forced in this multiverse to team up against each other. You see a lot of cool moves like Bugs Bunny doing an Acme rocket into somebody's fucking face. Batman doing mostly just throwing batarangs. Batarangs, yeah. That's it. Just batarangs after batarangs after batarangs. You get some Adventure Time Jake morphing into a bunch of shit, like a car. All sorts of cool shit. Harley Quinn also uh, was in there. Taz was her partner. The end of the trailer also shows, like, a big old hero shot of, like, everyone, including... Well, hold on. Before we get there, Shaggy goes fucking Super Saiyan. Shaggy gets... I was gonna Shaggy gets baggy. That doesn't mean anything. No, it's 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 Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I'm going like totally Ultra Instinct, dude. That's Shaggy. He just gets dope. He just gets dope. He can't freaking him. wait. So yeah, at the end they have the whole like roster. I don't know if that's the full roster, but it's certainly a large selection of people. Where we learn two more additions: Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> can't see without her glasses. I love it. And we also see in the trailer Iron Giant paired up with Superman. From the 1990 film, 1999 film, and if you are wanting to play this game, there's an open beta test coming in July. Uh, there is a closed alpha test that was also unveiled coming later this week, May 19th through the 27th, and it will feature 15 cl- characters, including Taz and Velma. The fuck is Velma gonna do? Shaggy goes Ultra Instinct. What does Velma do? She drops her glasses and finds a clue. And that you clue know really is you're dead. I don't know how they'll do it, but Tom and Jerry literally fight each other. And as they're fighting each other, that's how you damage your opponent. So you're playing oh. Tom and Jerry going at each other and then hurt other people in the process. That's cool. Yeah. I don't, they'll figure Velma out. I don't okay. know what they'll do. Okay. They'll figure it out. And if you're part of the closed alpha, you also get seven maps to play in, ranging from the Batcave to the Haunted Mansion from Scooby-Doo. Looks dope. Looks dope. Can't wait yeah. to play. I'm definitely going to play in that beta coming I'm in July. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm very excited. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. I hope to God it's good. The fact that the, the trailer starts with Kevin Conroy doing Batman, mm-hmm. and then he meets Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yep. He's fucking shaggy. And then who's Arya Stark's actor? Maze, Maze Williams? Maisie Williams, yeah. yeah. It is Maisie Williams. I was just like, all of these, it's, it's, again, because... Make fun of Nick Toon. We're trying our hardest all star battle royal or whatever. And, you know, nobody has any licensed music or voices. And this one, it's like, we got Matthew Lillard, is literally the second voice that you hear. And it's like, come yeah. on, guys, come on. Yep. This will, uh, this is going to fill that fighting game slot that, you know, the Epic Games free to play. This is not Epic Games, but like, if you want a cool fighting game with a bunch of great characters and po- probably a lot of skins that come along with each of the releases of all these things, then 
or new I'm characters. I'm already playing Batman. Buy. You don't think I'm going to buy the skins for Batman? Come yep. on. Yep. Come on. <laughs> We've got one more story to chat about here before we uh, go to a segment, segment from Adam. Somebody. Sorry, I was looking at the note there, and I, was like, I didn't read that before. And I'm so curious now what's in the segment from Adam. Um, will the Avatar game come alongside the movie from Tom Ivan at BGC? We all know. There's an Avatar 2 movie coming. First of all, pause. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, saw it before Doctor Strange. Yeah, did you see it? You saw it on IMAX, I assume, then? Uh, or was it just part of Doctor Strange? IMAX. I can't remember whether it was IMAX. Okay. No, it was just part of Doctor Strange. Yeah. That trailer was fucking gorgeous. Very it was pretty. incredible. Cannot. I want to see it in 3D. I saw the trailer in 3D because I, I, the showing of Doctor Strange I went to just happened to be in 3D in IMAX and it was blew my eyeballs off my face. I'm ready. So that movie's coming out, and guess what else is coming out? Avatar Game. Ubisoft has provided an update on its product release slate, including several premium titles. In its earning report on Wednesday, the company said, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, and Skull and Bones are all on track to release during its current fiscal year, ending on March 31st, 2023, Mr. Butter. However... They won't be released before October first, twenty twenty-two. So that's basically limiting it to the last two, uh, the last two quarters there. So six month window. And here's a quote: "Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora is coming on the back of the movie that we expect will be one of the biggest movies of the year, probably of the next few years. So we are confident that it's going to be a big title," says Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot during the company's earnings call, as transcribed by VGC. I'm pumped. I'm pumped, dude. When does this movie release? This is the thing. So the main part of the story is like, all right, we have three games coming in the back half of our fiscal year. So, yeah. you know, we know the dates on that. But it, it's it would be wild because that hour to me comes out December 17th, 14th. I want to say. I just looked 14th. it up. Yep. And I remember them announcing. So I was like, they've only done one trailer for this Avatar game. But when I was looking at the uh, story, they apparently did like a Snowdrop engine demo showing more of like the game in engine or whatever and i'm like this game that we saw a trailer for could le legitimately come out at the same time as the movie according to their what their plan for their fiscal year is how wild would that be that oh they're making an avatar game and nobody at that point knew when the avatar movie was coming out and we're just going to get yeah. a game and a movie all at the same time and then maybe skull and bones will finally come out that's also <laughs> crazy uh but just it's wild that we could actually get we had no Avatar for 10 years, and now it's like, here's all the Avatar. Here's every Avatars, yep. This is, I so December 14th does not make sense for a video game holiday product. Again, you know, black shopping, the, the Black Friday shopping, the holiday season, like you want your shit out before Christmas. It makes sense to release a movie then, because everyone's off of work, usually at least a few days, they're all going to the movies, everyone's in town, they don't want to talk to each other, let's sit in a dark room and not talk for three hours. Yeah. So the movie it definitely works for. I imagine this will probably come in January. And it says Frontiers of Pandora is coming on the back of the movie that we expect will be one of the biggest movies. So I have a feeling that it's going to be like, y'all saw this movie over Christmas. You got some gift cards you got to spend. If you hold on to them for just two weeks in January, we're going to be releasing Avatar the Game based on the movie by Peter Jackson's The King Kong Game, the movie of the game of the novelization of Push by Sapphire. I played That's that the game. full title. So uh, uh, January twenty seventh, maybe. Maybe oh god, no! It's got to come. It's got to come before. 
Before Dead Space? Before Dead Space. Because I got to be sufficiently like, like, oh my God, adventure. And then I'm going to be like, let's be solo on this ship and so claustrophobic and want to die. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be two different feelings. Interesting. Also, I don't, it's kind of a dark horse, but I know that a lot of people like that Mario and Rabbids game. Yeah, it's dope. So maybe if that one actually, if that one actually comes out this year, maybe it's a dark horse for game of the year. Oh, it's probably shit. early next year. I'm assuming everything's early next year, but you know, our first three months of next year could be insane. We could literally get God yeah. of War, Starfield, Redfall, um, Breath of the Wild 2, fucking like literally all this stuff could come in the first part. You of know what? I, I wonder, I wonder if Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope is like that late October slot, you know, Maybe. where Wolfenstein 2 launched and Assassin's Creed launched and. Mario Odyssey all launched on that one day back in 2018, like October 28th or whatever it was. I wonder if that's that slot that we're going to see Mario Rabbids in. Right as before a Black Friday? Yeah, so you know, right before Black Friday. Kids. Play it on Thanksgiving or wait uh, six, ten weeks, whatever the hell it is from that date to Christmas. I would love that. I'm not going to let that go. You just said six to ten weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Huh? No, no, I was talking about I was talking about end of October to Christmas, and I was like, okay. I don't want to. Like, which is like, it's like it's seven not weeks 10 or eight weeks, weeks between <laughs> the end of November and the end of December. It's not possible. I'm sorry, Chad. Not in this universe. Uh, let's go to the paint one. That's right, paint me, daddy. All right, speaking of paint me, daddy, we've got a segment from Adam. I'm painted like a daddy is segment from Adam. <laughs> Just like a daddy. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun today, Chad. All I right. was sick. I'm like, what's something that's easy? And then I I was um, what was I given? Inspiration today while I was at the store. So I'm going to upload you a picture. Which Discord? doesn't help anybody else, but you can look at it. I've just put it through Discord, okay. and that is the inspiration for what we're doing today. Okay, hold please. Look hold, at that please. young man. Ooh. <laughs> so the way that I have this set up right now, I've opened the picture, and it's just Jeff Keeley, and he's replaced your face on the stream. <laughs> it is now just Jeff oh, Keeley. no. Essentially. Okay, hold on. Let me close that and open you back Let up. Me keep him there. there we go. All right, Jeff Keeley. He's just it like is a young the Jeff Keighley. He is so sensual. Next to a Halo 4 Mountain Dew slash Doritos production or uh, promotion, looking not very happy. Uh, but this picture, which is fucking hilarious because young Jeff Keighley is very funny, got me thinking of what were some of the most ridiculous, maybe amazing, I don't know, food and video game crossovers in history. So I have a list. I'm going to make a quick bracket and we're going to go through. We're going to figure out the best video game food crossover in history. All right, just for just for your reference and for everyone mm -hmm. listening at home, I have now put this image of Jeff Keeley at the bottom of our stream and you can now see awesome. it, the entirety of this segment. Please go watch that. So, to do the seating, uh I was going to do them in a random order but forget I'm going to do it like this. So, well, keep these in mind. Keep the winners in mind because I'm I'm very bad at this. I'm not a very visual person. So, <laughs> I'm making it the really first... big and covering my face. <laughs> we've got a we've got a, a, a bracket of eight. We're gonna go down okay. to four and then to two to the winner. So first matchup is ketchup flavored potato chip, Poco Loco Angry Birds ketchup crisp. So I don't know if you know these, but remember the Poco the Loco ketchup? Angry Bird ketchup crisp? Yes. 
I do not if you remember Google this at them, all. You can. No. Okay. Uh, and that's going to go up against the Halo, um, the Moe Burger Pringles. Right, right, right. Which right, was right. the burger from a, of a fictional bird in Halo that they made Pringles out of. So it's a bird burger from a fictional beast. So Halo Pringles versus <laughs> Angry Bird Ketchup. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the image now. We're not going to put this on the screen because Jeff Keighley deserves the uh, the sole yeah. uh, medal of being on the screen. But it's just a bag that just has Angry Birds Ketchup on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. So that or Hango Halo Pringles. Which one do you think is better? So I have two things. Mm -hmm. One... While I was at Disneyland this weekend, I had these type of french fries I've never had before, which were like potato curls. Like okay. they're potato chips, but they're thicker and they're curled and they were fried in such a way that they were just like so crispy yet kind of a little bit thicker. Dip them in ketchup. They were amazing. And that's exactly what these Angry Birds ketchup things remind me of. Oh, okay. I don't actually know what they look like out of the bag. But from the front the... of the bag, they look like they might be similar to that. And those are some of the best things I've eaten. Okay. From what I've heard, the Moa Pringles from Halo just taste like hamburger Pringles. And while yeah. I do like Pringles, I've realized in my adult years that I'm I'm just not a hamburger fan. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Angry Birds Ketchup. All right, Master Chief, you lost to the Angry Bird. Get out of here. Yep. Next up, this is a good one. G Fuel Sonic Peach Energy Drink. This is all over the place. You can go to a gas station right now and find this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. G Fuel, G Fuel Sonic Energy Peach versus Super Mario Cereal. This is the one that had the Amiibo uh, NFC in it. What? Um, look up Super Mario Cereal and it had, with Amiibo, or just type in like Super Mario Cereal Amiibo. Oh, right, um, the Odyssey And the box cereal. was an Amiibo, yes. That's right, and you could scan the box. So, Super Mario Odyssey with Amiibo built into the box or Sonic G Fuel Peach Ring Energy Drink. Um, here's the thing. Controversial opinion. I don't like marshmallows. Ooh. I especially don't like dried out marshmallows like Lucky Charms. This Super Mario cereal is what looks like it's mixed berry cereal with marshmallows. Pass. Hard pass. And I've pass. I beat Mario Odyssey already, so I don't need the Amiibos. <laughs> I don't need the Amiibo. But anymore. everyone yeah. always needs energy, and Sonic goes fast. So Sonic G Fuel peach whatever okay this one is oh, this could be a tough one okay we have just normal monster energy drink but specifically norman reedus drinking it in death stranding <laughs> so we have norman okay. reedus monster okay. energy drink from death stranding against call of duty double xp doritos Ooh. so here's another here's another thing okay hold on hold on let me look up call of duty duty xp doritos I mean, the they've been doing maps. it for 15 years. Yeah, you can pick whatever flavor you want. They've been doing it for 15 years. There's too many to to, okay. to narrow down. Okay. It's just I, Doritos. You know. It's just Doritos in general. Yeah. Here's the thing. I do not like Monster Energy drink. Oh. Like drinking that shit tastes like battery acid in a pool of pennies. And <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, But... I also realized this year in February when I went to go play Witch Queen with my boys, we had a collection of chips. And here, roundabout story to tell you why I don't like Doritos anymore. I try, I've eaten, you know, done keto diet like the last part of last year. 
And while I was doing it, I was eating protein chips. And there were some ranch-flavored protein chips. I've never eaten Cool Ranch Doritos because they always smelled gross. And then I judged mm-hmm. people for eating them because they smelled gross. But then I ate these protein chips and I was like, wow, these are good. Have I been missing out on Cool Ranch Doritos my whole life? February rolls around. They're part of this little collection of chips that we got. Tried it. I said, nope, don't like it. Let me put something in my my mouth I know I do like. Nacho cheese Dorito, put it into my mouth. What? I don't like that either. Did I grow out of Doritos? The only thing that could be a saving grace is that spicy nacho Doritos. Mm-hmm. Those are I'm usually not a spicy thing, guys, but uh, spicy things guy. But uh, that could be the thing that saves me. I know I don't like Monster Energy drink. I'm undecided on some flavors of Doritos, so I will go with Call of Duty XP Doritos on this one. Okay, we will do that. All right, sweet. Uh, the purple bag is really good. The sweet chili or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love. That. I haven't tried those. All right, this was this is a good one. So we have Nuka Cola Quantum. Which is the blue Nuka Cola? Jones Soda made the real made the real shit. So look for Jones Soda, Nuka Cola Quantum, versus. Oh wait a minute! Oh here it is, versus. Sanyo Foods Ichiban Pokemon Noodles. So there's a cup noodle, that's got Pokemon's on it. That's you know what Ichiban instant uh-huh, noodles are. Uh-huh. So Pokemon noodles versus Nuka Cola from Jones Soda. I'm finding a lot of pictures of the cup of the noodles and not a lot of pictures of what's okay. I found a picture of what's in the noodles. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it is some of the, like, so it's just regular cup noodles, but with a couple of little discs with weird looking sad Pikachu faces on them. Oh, so let's see their Pikachu Or a Tepig gotcha. picture. I don't know what they're supposed to be flavored like, but they look especially. Soy sauce. Especially once they're like cooked in there and they start to like curl up on the ends. <laughs> uh-huh. That looks very unappetizing. Whereas Jones Soda, I, I'm a fan of Jones Soda. We used to sell that at the Old Navy that I worked at years ago. Uh, and this is a berry flavored drink. So I'm going to go with Nuka Cola Quantum on that one. Okay, very cool. We're getting into a dead heat. Is that what they call this? Um, all right. So <laughs> Poco Loco Angry Birds ketchup chips. Okay. Versus Sonic G Fuel Peach Ring. Okay. So, similar to the Monster Energy Drink thing, like I just, I don't generally drink energy drinks, but I do enjoy a good chip. Mm-hmm. So I think that one's a pretty easy call. Ketchup, Angry Birds Ketchup. Drink. Chips. Angry Birds Ketchup going way farther than I thought it would. <laughs> All right. Then we have, again, any flavored Doritos, as long as they're double XP Call of Duty, yeah. versus Nuka Cola. Quantum. I know that I like berry. I know that I like soda. And again, I'm undecided on Doritos flavors. So we're going to go with Nuka-Cola Quantum. Oh, man. All right. We're down to the the last two, the championship game. Ketchup-flavored Poco Loco Angry Birds Ketchup Crisp versus (laughs) Nuka-Cola Quantum. Here's what might surprise everyone. We're going Angry Birds Ketchup Crisps. Because if you followed the Chad Michael in his meta story for several years now, I don't drink my calories. It's always Mm. Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's always Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark. It's always Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Baja Blast. It's usually Mountain Dew Zero Sugar something. Or Mountain Dew Hard Zero Sugar Seltzer. Like, I don't drink my calories. household. So I'm not going to drink a ton of sugar Nuka-Cola 
but I will eat me some Angry Birds ketchup chips. All right. Seems yeah. like Angry Birds. Get... Wait, hold on a second. <gasps> My what? God, who's whose music is that? <laughs> uh oh. Uh. What we do in the shadow season four gets a release date. July 12th, fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows. Well, that looks like what? it's the winner. Sorry, Angry Birds Ketchup Chips, you're out of here. What? All right. The winner of the ultimate <laughs> crossover food video game uh, championship is What We Do in the Shadows Season 4. Thank oh you for Oh my playing, God, Chad. it's real. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's real. It's coming out July 12th at 10 p.m. on Eastern Time on FX. Yep. Two episodes will air on the first night of the premiere. I'm your favorite chip, Guillermo. <laughs> it somehow got better when you were sick. Your impression, know, which was already cool. amazing. I tried it. So, <laughs> the Angry Birds ketchup chips win, but Nandor, Guillermo, and crew come through and take the win. They cash love in it. their money in the bank. I love I like it. I can't freaking wait. Very excited. All right, we will turn off Jeff Keeley uh, in his sensual face sitting next to that Mountain Dew Code Red, Doritos, and that picture of Master Chief. And that's it. We don't have a game on game show mostly because we got back really late last night and then I napped all the way through the day after I dropped the boys off the airport today. So uh, did not wake up in time to make one of those. So that was going to count as our game on game show. Thank you, Adam, for providing that posthumously. But we do have some homework left for you, everyone listening. Go to patreon.com slash respawnaimfire where you can support us. You can vote on barf games for each month. Barf games are backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, where we play a game every single month that you decide on, and uh, we talk about it at the end of the month. This month, our barf game is Gree, G-R-I-S. Little indie game, takes just a handful of hours to beat, so go do it, you cowards. It's available on everything. We're playing, I'm playing it specifically on iPad, just to give myself an excuse to play something on this iPad that I have. So go play that. If you uh, do play it, or if you have played it before, Write us your thoughts. Send it into respawningfire at gmail.com or uh, on Twitter at respawningfire. You don't have to be a patron to play it. You're, you are a person with agency over your life. And just because you did not pay us a dollar on Patreon does not mean that you don't get to play this game that you might have bought. So play it. Even if you, But if you want to vote, which you should do, because today is the 16th, which means it's halfway through the month, which means we will be putting out a post sometime this week. And by we, I mean me. Uh, asking for your votes on what June's game will be. So keep a lookout for that over on patreon.com slash fire. And that's it, Adam. Oh, it. update. There's a barf episode that just went live from last month because I uh -huh. forgot to upload it and then I left on vacation for several days. So it is it is officially up. It is live. You go listen to it. Uh, D. Smitty Games joins us to talk about Batman, Arca, no, Batman Enemy Within which we all agree was a very good game and, in fact, might be the best thing DC has ever done. Movies, games, Papa John's. It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Adam, thank you so much for drinking Mountain Dew Hard on the air and supporting the I drank product. the whole thing up. There's no All the hard's gone. It's gone down my mouth. <laughs> if I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everyone, here's our usual sign-off. I'm just going to cut that audio clip of you saying it's gone hard down the mouth or whatever, and we'll put that in here. Works for me. All the hard's gone. It's gone down my mouth. <laughs>